Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Digital Health and Wearables series. Today I have another magnificent guest and leader for you. Some great content, but before I go ahead, make sure you subscribe to the channel and also check all the previous content there. Very rich resources there in many, many subjects. Also, let me acknowledge our partners, the series partner, Fujifilm Healthcare and the industry partner, Isaac Kent. But it gives me great pleasure this week to introduce you to Pierre Alexander Fournier, is the co-founder and CEO at ExoSkin. Pierre, how are you? Very good. Thanks for having me. Oh, brilliant. I know we know each other for quite some time and we're talking before the recording. I've been following your yes. evolution with the company and we have many interests in wearable space. So thank you so much for accepting the invite. My pleasure. So today we are here to explore the wearables in healthcare. And Pierre, the first question that I have for you is what kind of data is valuable in healthcare and how can it be used? Well, all, all data that we collect uh, is used with an objective in mind and, and, and the, the overall objective is to help the patient uh, get better and, and have a better life. Uh, but I, I, I would split the type of data we collect in three types. There's data that we collect for the, to help with diagnostics, and that's very important because that's how that's the first step to getting treatment for for a patient is getting an appropriate diagnostic. Uh, and then you need to collect data uh, to make sure that tr the treatment is working. So the treatments that we have, uh, you know, in many cases they're very good, but they don't work with 100% of the people, and you want to know. Uh, when it doesn't work, because you want to adjust your strategy, your care strategy with the patient. And then you have data that you collect for chronic disease management. So it's for patients, let's say, for, for example, for uh, uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD patients. These patients are never going to uh, to heal completely. They, they will always have COPD. That's a, It's a condition that doesn't have a cure. What you want to do is help them manage their condition so it doesn't deteriorate and they can keep going on with the, the, their daily activities. So diagnostics, uh, evaluate treatments and chronic care management. Oh, fantastic. So a very um, like different kind of applications and, uh, and value in, in different different segments. So thank, thank you so much for that insight, uh, Pierre. The second question that I have for you is, what type of collaborations and users are you having uh, now? So we started, uh, we've launched Exoskin in uh, 2013. So the, the smart shirts that, that we have uh, measure uh, cardiac activity with uh, an ECG and that we use to measure heart rate, heart rate variability, and other parameters. Uh, we measure breathing patterns using two sensors at the thoracic and abdominal level that allow you to measure not only breathing rate, but breathing patterns. So really how someone is breathing um, during the day, so continuously. Uh, and and we have an activity an activity tracker on the exoskin line, uh, and on the astroskin line we also can measure PPG, SpO2, and uh, blood pressure continuously. So these two lines of product, the exoskin platform and the astroskin platform, they've been used for ten years now for clinical research, 
and for um, aerospace application as well. But most of our users today are doing clinical research and they're exploring uh, questions to expand our knowledge of uh, medicine and physiology. And, and they're publishing in various domains. So for, for example, uh, we have users who, of course, study cardiac diseases, respiratory diseases like COPD, uh, but also uh, we also have users who study stress among healthcare workers. So we've had staff in the ER, uh, paramedics, uh, surgeons, so for the operating room, uh, wearing these shirts uh, to assess their, their stress level and their performance. Uh, and I think this is a very important subject. This is something that has been started by many research groups before COVID, but it's even more crucial to understand these questions now. Then we have we have other uh, research groups who use our tools, our platform for patient monitoring to follow patients uh, undergoing uh, oncology therapy. So we have one group in Toronto that's doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, we have another group that is studying uh, epilepsy uh, and, and the markers that can predict uh, epileptic seizures in patients. So it's, it's a large study that has been going on for years. Um, then we, I mean, th there's so many subjects. You can find a, an overview of all that research on, in the research section on uh, hexaskin.com. Uh, and and I'm, I'm always fascinated by all the subjects that can be covered uh, by, by uh, our platform and, and all the questions that you can answer when you can finally measure uh, cardiac, respiratory, and other type of health data in real-life contexts, continuously and over the long term. So the, the, this is this is great. In in the end, all our users have questions that they want to answer, and the data that our platform provides helps them answer these questions. At this stage, is mostly research users, but we have a new product that is FDA pending currently. Uh, that will be available uh, in the US for prescription use uh, when the FDA gives us the green light. And I'm, I'm very, very excited about this new product. This is all the work that we've been doing for the past 10 years is in the end to be able to provide tools to support the, the provider and uh, patient relationship. So we were very excited by, by these new products. But for today, again, sorry, for today, uh, it's mostly research users, and there's been over 160 papers published by our users, and there's new papers coming out every month. Uh, and I think this is very important when you end up using it with your patient in a real healthcare context to have all that literature uh, that supports the, the use of uh, these devices with, with your patients. Oh, brilliant. Uh, thank you, Pat, uh, Pierre, to share this um, uh, insight. Also, I mean, you, you are very innovative. You started a while back and, you know, I do a lot of talks around wearables and people ask me things and I used to do the keynotes and everything. And my vision actually is that the wearables can change the world. But also, I predict in five, ten years time, the wearables that we see on our wrists and the smartwatches and the fitness bands will become obsolete, will disappear. And now we have this trend. And you started like Exoskin a while back and with smart fabrics are certainly the way forward because they can be embedded in our body, but can be with us 24 seven. 
um, yeah, it's, it's very rich. And also the capabilities that you build around the shards. It's a very innovative uh, product. I really like that. And, and the use cases that you mentioned in oncology, COPD, and many other uh, chronic diseases. Uh, th thank you so much. The, the third question that I have for you, Pierre, is what's next for Exoskin, even though you touched on it, but what's coming in the next two, three years? Uh, well, yes. So, uh, well, we're, we're waiting for that clearance to be able to offer the product uh, to healthcare providers. Uh, but what's coming? I think I think the the the, the vision for for the Exoskin platform uh, is that at some point, well, well, we have a, a pipeline of uh, biomarkers development, digital biomarkers development uh, that we've been working on. And the platform will be used to provide a wide range of diagnostics uh, for different health conditions, meaning beyond cardiology, beyond respiratory diseases. You have hundreds of uh, groups of patients with different conditions that need a, a different type of data and different type of analysis to be diagnosed. And a little bit like a lab today can provide blood work for a uh, hundred different things. Uh, we believe that uh, in a few years from now, connected health devices, you know, the same device will be able to provide uh, testing for a wide variety of uh, conditions once we have the, the clinical trial data uh, to, to support its use for, for these conditions. So right now, most of the wearable device companies for medical users are focusing on a single segment. But what we see in the future is that you're going to have organizations that will provide services for many devices and for many conditions. And you see giants appear a little bit like we have these giant uh, chains of labs today uh, pro supporting providers with diagnostics. Uh, we'll have the same thing on the digital side, meaning we'll, we'll have very large businesses uh, that are going to be like digital labs that will be able to provide the services at home, meaning the patients will have the devices at home. They won't have to go to see their provider. They won't have to go see their lab for these tests. And uh, they will be able to, to collect data and get the analysis from these labs, these digital labs, uh, that they will be able to provide with their provide to their providers. So it's going to it's going to sit in their EHR in their medical file at some point. So what what we see is that for our aging populations uh, that we want to keep at home as long as possible because healthcare is better delivered at home. It's more efficient in many, many cases, uh, these, these, this connectivity and these digital services will be a game changer in the way healthcare is delivered. And in some cases, what we think like, uh, like the respiratory sensors with Hexaskin, what, we, what we're seeing on the research side today is that when you have a new instrument to measure physiology for a disease, uh, this has the potential to change the definition of the disease, to change the way we diagnose it, to change the way we evaluate therapies, and to change the standard of care uh, for, for the patients with that disease. And I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that because uh, 
there's there's potential for progress. There's potential for progress in the the quality of care patients receive, and there's uh, there's uh, there's potential for progress in terms of efficacy in the way we deliver care and progress in access to care, meaning we want more people to have better access to healthcare uh, in a faster way, in a cheaper way, ideally from home if it's possible. And all these things have the potential to happen in the next 10 years. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about all, all these things. Fantastic. Pierre, thank you so much. Certainly a very impactful thing that you are creating and achieving and progressing towards with I'm also, as you know, as a, a global collaborator pushing the agendas forward. I'm, all, I'm always looking for collaborations, but also I'm on a mission to make and complicated and fix healthcare, which is kind of mission impossible, but together we can do these things. Pierre, we can talk for hours, expand on one subject, uh, your, your great work that you are doing. Uh, congratulations on the great work so far, and I really truly see that you have a very bright future in going forward. But look, I finish all my episodes in a peculiar way. It's not a question as such. It's called One Minute of Fame. You can talk about the company, um, personal achievements, anything whatsoever. Over to you to round up One Minute of Fame. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing we're really proud about is that last month we won an award from the American Astronautical Society for our research work in the International Space Station. We've been working with space agencies for more than 10 years now, and we have uh, a monitoring system for astronauts in operation since early 2019 in the International Space Station. We've recorded uh, nine astronauts so far, but we have dozens more uh, planned in the next few years. And uh, these astronauts are participating in two uh, clinical trials to study cardiovascular health in space. Uh, and, and we're just really proud to be participating in all these space missions and, and getting that award, that very prestigious award uh, in Washington DC last month was, uh, was uh, well was was very very satisfying we we didn't even know we were nominated someone mm -hmm. uh, in in one of the, the space agencies we work with nominated us for for the award and so we won the uh, research innovation award for human health in space brilliant fantastic what a great way to uh, finish pierre pierre let me thank you again for the for the interview, but also for your expertise, the magnificent work that you are doing in the industry. Thank you so much for your brilliant insights. Well, thank you. And if anybody wants to learn more uh, about Hexaskin, we have a lot of information, lots of content on hexaskin.com. And I, I'm online, I'm, I'm very easy uh, to reach. Just, so just uh, write me a message. Sure. I'm going to round up uh, now to all our viewers and listeners. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also, I'm going to post Pierre's uh, socials here, his LinkedIn, the company website. Search for more information. They're doing great work around uh, wearables as a trusted expert provider, if I might say. And uh, let me acknowledge our partners, the serious partner, Fujifilm Healthcare, and our industry partner, Isaac Care. I'll see you all next week.